Choices to you. We offer a large variety of restaurants to choose from. Hot food delivered to your home or office. Whether you like Italian, Mexican, Thai, wings or burgers, at Choices to You, we have you covered for lunch or dinner. Choices to You. Visit us online at choicestoyou.com or call 678-691-4541 in North Fulton or 678-765-8989 in Gwinnett. Eat out without going out. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio in the beautiful Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for the Tiffany Crewman Show. The Tiffany Crewman Show is presented by ChoicesToYou.com, the official restaurant delivery service of Business Radio X. Let ChoicesToYou.com bring the restaurant to you. Greetings and salutations, everybody. This is Stephen Julian, and I am here. If you're listening live on GwinnettBusinessRadioX.com, then you know that it's Friday afternoon, it's one o'clock, and I am here inside the Subaru of Gwinnett Studios, inside the beautiful Sonesta Hotel in Duluth, Georgia, and I am here for the Tiffany Crewman Show with Tiffany Crewman. Hey, Tiffany, how are you? Hey, Steven, doing good. Doing really well. Happy Friday afternoon to you. Thank you. The other thing that we're here in front of, we're in front of two other things. The first thing is we are in front of a fantastic lunch delivered by choicestoyou.com. And today's lunch came from El Real Authentic Mexican Grill. They are located at 1475 Buford Drive in Lawrenceville. Their phone number is 678-682-8291. There is also an El Real Authentic Mexican Grill location in Bethlehem. But we got the one delivered from Buford Drive in Lawrenceville. They brought... Holy cow, they brought the whole yeah, kitchen. Yeah, it smells incredible. It smells incredible, tastes even better. If you would like to find out more about their restaurant, they have a website, elrealmexgrill.com. That's E-L-R-E-A-L, mexgrill.com. So you can do that, or you can go to choices to you.com. Yes, much easier. Absolutely. Find Especially the, Mother's Day weekend. I mean, come on, moms, you've done enough. Just I'm, choices to you.com. <clears throat> so I got a great idea. Um, everybody loves to take mom out yes. for Mother's Day. <laughs> so how about on Saturday, you beat the crowds and yes. take mom out. And then on Sunday, you go to choices to you.com and get it delivered. Mom will thank you. Absolutely. Yes. Just have her pick her favorite restaurant. Maybe it's that. El Real Mexico.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hint, hint, hint. Igor, I hope you're listening. Mm. <laughs> uh, so that was the first thing we're also sitting in front of. The second thing we're sitting in front of is we are sitting with Joel Beck from the Beck Law Firm. Hi, Joel. Hey, Stephen. Good afternoon. How, how are you? I'm doing really good, thanks. Fantastic. Joel is a uh, an attorney. Uh, his office is located in downtown Lawrenceville. And Joel is here, Tiffany, because of the conversation that you mm-hmm. and I started a few weeks back uh, for our community of listeners, learners, and launchers. And that is the com- uh, the conversation about launching a product, right? Yes. Yes, or any kind of business. You know, all the steps you take when you first launch a business. And specifically, we've been talking with you mm-hmm. about launching a product because that's yes. what you know. And first week, uh, and you can go back uh, to the podcast and listen to the past episodes. I'd strongly encourage you to do that because we started with kind of, hey, I've got this idea right. for a product, right? And you mm-hmm. you kind of walked us through that. We also talked about the lingo. Learn the lingo, kind of know what people are talking about when it came to launching a product. And then you and I had a conversation Yes. And that conversation was uh, talking about, well, what do I do when I set up my business? Right, right. right. And we can I can't completely speak to that because I did what I felt was right for my company at the time. And now we have a guest that's going to be able to help us with that. And when you first set up, did Barbara have any input in that? She did. Okay. Yeah. And she obviously knew a lot more about that. She had started multiple companies and sold them and knew exactly what to do, thankfully. But I think two but, people going into it wouldn't know what to do first. But even that... 
the things she yeah. knew came from good legal advice. Yes. I'm sure she did not do it just exactly. by herself reading in the library. Well, and we needed legal advice because she had done real estate, but she hadn't done products. So, you know, we definitely had to change it up a bit for that. So, um, thankfully, uh, Joel, you and I have known each other uh, close to 10 years now. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And uh, so before we kind of get into the specific topic of helping people legally set up their businesses, tell us real quick about you and, and about the Beck Law Firm. Sure. Well, I've, uh, I've been in uh, the Gwinnett County area since I was in second grade, so it's been quite some time. Uh, we live in Lawrenceville uh, with my wife and uh, my kids. And uh, about 10 years ago, it'll be 10 years ago this summer, uh, I went out on my own, started the Beck Law Firm, LLC. And uh, our office is in downtown Lawrenceville, right off the square. It's a great place to be. We work in, in three areas of the law. Um, we help folks go into business and stay there, mm -hmm. uh, is what I say. So we work with small business owners, uh, help them start businesses, help them deal with uh, the day-to-day -day legal needs, with contracts, leases, agreements, employment issues, uh, as well as some commercial litigation. Uh, then we also help folks with uh, estate planning, wills and trust, uh, health care directives. Uh, and then finally, the third area that we work in is uh, financial markets regulation and compliance. So we help uh, investment advisors, uh, stockbrokers, financial uh, advisors uh, know what the regulations are that they have to work in and comply with those and uh, then deal with all of the, the regulatory uh, mess and quagmire sometimes uh, when that comes up. So those are the three things we do. We, uh, we often get calls for other areas, other needs. And, and though we don't do it, we can usually point you in the right mm, direction. Mm -hmm. We've got a pretty deep Rolodex, but, but those are the three areas we focus on. So today we want to have you focus on one of those areas, which is helping people start and stay in business. Right. Tiffany, I'm going to uh, kind of let you ask the yeah. first question okay. because mm -hmm. you're the business owner yeah. at the table. Well, so. and I had to ask myself this question, exactly. didn't I? Exactly. Yep. Uh, I love that saying, go into business and stay in business, because it's easy to go into business. <laughs> it doesn't mean you're going to stay there, right? Yeah, you got to uh, do it right. So if someone's listening and they're going to start a company what or a business, what are their options? Do they work as a sole proprietor or do they set up a company? They can do either one, Tiffany. Uh, it really is going to depend on what's going to be best for them. So, of course, you can, if you're in business for yourself and you're the owner, you don't have any partners, you can just be a sole proprietor. Okay. Um, that you don't form a company, you don't have a, a corporation or an LLC. It is you. Joel Beck is is, is the, the thing, or Tiffany Crummins, or Stephen Julian. Um, it, it, you are the business. Are there legal now, backdrop, uh, well, backfalls to that to where there that are. could come back on them? There yeah. are. And that's why that's really not done much okay. anymore. Because if you're a sole proprietor, mm -hmm. um, then you have unlimited personal liability. Mm, so for okay. the, the, the debts and obligations mm -hmm. and liabilities of the company, of, of the business activity right. that you're engaged in, those fall to you. And that's really not an attractive way right. to do business. And so these days, and, and for, for the last few decades at least, forming a business entity like a fictional person recognized under the law is the way to go. Yes. And so most folks today will either form an LLC, a limited liability company, or they will form a corporation uh, under the laws of, of the state where they're going to uh, organize. And that's going to help prevent that unlimited personal liability. Okay. Now, 
we, we want to be careful to, to not say it absolves the person of, of personal liability because there are some ways to break through that. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, if you do things right, okay, then you're going to that's have why it's some, so important up front. Yeah, exactly. Right? So you're going to have some protections. And, and that's why most folks, when they think about starting a business, if it's going to be a business and not a hobby, mm-hmm. then they're really going to need to look seriously at forming some type of entity. So I guess my concern or, or my question is always, when are they ready to do that? Because I have people come to me all the time with product-based businesses and they're still working out, is this even a, a viable product? Are they, They're still designing it. They're still working on so much that will determine, are they going to even sell this? So at what point do they know that it's right to take that step and actually file? I think that's going to depend on the situation, right? And some people may be ready to, to take those steps before others, but certainly before you get to the point of producing and selling the product. Okay. Before anybody right? receives it and you have yeah, that liability. Exactly. Right. And, and so at some point when, when you make the determination, I'm going to make a go of this. Mm-hmm. When you start exchanging money. You know, um, <laughs> right? when, when you're going to start making some significant investments mm-hmm. and you okay. reach that commitment point to move forward. Right. Okay. Now, so you, you know, that, in, the, that, in a product world, time. it's beyond just fiddling around. Right. You may have invested in a prototype, but right. you may, you have not yet invested in a patent. Or, you, you you've know. started yeah. to, yeah, get right. sales and gotcha. things like that. And we could spend the whole show talking about the difference between an LLC and an S Corp and a C Corp and all those kind of things. Okay. And we might have you unpack that a little bit, but I, I wanted to talk about this when it comes to, that person is getting ready to set up their company. I think nine out of 10 people or maybe 10 out of 10 people in that situation want to set up the company based on where they are at that day. Mm. I want to do it as simple and as quickly yeah. and as easily as possible. Kind of off air, you were we were talking through this and I think you gave some great mm-hmm. advice. Yes. How do they need to approach this when it comes to setting up their company? Yeah. When you're going to go into business, you've got to have some long range vision and can't just focus on where you are. Because when you're starting out, you're nowhere. You have no sales, right? right? You have no revenue. You have no clients. You feel untouchable because there's not much to take. (laughs) You haven't failed (laughs) yet. Right. Um, You've got to look somewhere down the road and you've got to really do some some vision casting, I think, and and think about where do I want to be, not just in a year, where do I want to be in five years? Where do I want to be in 10 years? As you think about that, of course, you're thinking about what type of product uh, am I selling? Am I you know, inventing and manufacturing mm-hmm. or what type of service are we providing? You also need to think uh, as well about, do I want to have any partners? Do I want to bring somebody else in as, as another owner? Or am I going to be looking for venture capital? You know, am I going to look for money from outside And there's investors? a big difference in the two. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Right. There, and there a lot is. of people don't realize that. Being and, a partner with someone is completely different than having an investor. Exactly. And, and right. And, and so you, you've got to think about that. And that's going, I think, to, to help drive your decision on what type of entity to set up, how to do it, and where to do it. Mm-hmm. If, if you're here in Georgia, where we are, um, you know, most small businesses are just going to go ahead and, and form an LLC or form a corporation 
that's registered with Georgia. It's created under the laws of the state of Georgia, either the, the, the Corporate Code of Georgia or the Georgia Limited Liability Company Act. And, and that will work. But it might be, based on your plans and your wishes, it might be more optimal to, to do something else. It might be more optimal to, to form the company as a Delaware corporation or a Delaware uh, LLC, for example. So the, the way that we reach the point of... Because of... What, what is the benefit of Delaware? It, 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 they're a real small state. And so, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> Go ahead, Joel. Smaller amount it, of liability. It, it, it has to do primarily uh, with the, the corporate laws uh, okay. that, that govern uh, the entities, as well as investing from venture capitalists mm. and, and growing. Most of your publicly traded companies are registered in, in Delaware. You think through, you think ahead, where do I want to go uh, with my business? Mm -hmm. What do I want it to look like? And that will help determine some of those decisions now when we form the company. I love hearing this. Do you know who's a great example of this? Michael Gosling that came in, do yes. my own pest control. Mm -hmm. He broke Shout down out. his, yeah, he broke down his journey for us though when he was in right. here. And he said that he and his brother really did this. They weren't sitting in their basement starting that company going, this is going to be small. They had a huge vision and they were planning yep. ahead. And now it's proven yep. to work. Yep. I mean, they have a very successful company because they did it right from the beginning. Joel, I have a, a, a follow-up question to you and something I kind of warned you about. So you didn't know that you were on the Tiffany Crewman's quiz show, but uh, now is the opportunity um, for you to win fabulous prizes. Awesome. <laughs> if, you can, uh, if you can do this uh, within a specified time period, okay? Okay. So you've talked about LLC and yeah. you've talked about corporations. And I think people, a lot of people listening who have some business knowledge might go, uh, there's S Corp, there's C Corp. Can you give a very quick and, and, and yet... Well, yeah, I wish Quit. we were on YouTube because you see his eyes roll. Um, can you uh, can you give a very brief overview of just kind of some of the basic differences first between LLC and a corporation, and okay. then the different breakdowns of corporations? I, I will, despite the fact that you're asking an attorney to give a yeah. brief statement. <laughs> Absolutely, but, but in a nutshell, Stephen, um, a, a corporation is a recognized legal entity. It provides certain protections. So does an LLC. The main difference between the two is going to fall in how it is taxed, how it's treated by the IRS, and then secondarily, what you have to do to maintain that entity status. A corporation has more requirements for you to keep up with each year than the LLC does. Mm, okay. um, and so there's going to be more paperwork with a corporation you have to have an annual meeting of the shareholders, an annual meeting or more of the board of directors. You have to keep up with the paperwork for that. For the LLCs, generally speaking, you're not required to do those things, though if you have more than one owner, it's going to be a good idea. So that's those are the main differences. And then finally, with respect to the tax, a LLC can choose how it wants to be taxed in, in a certain way. So those are the real main differences. But both provide this limited liability of protection to the owners. Mm -hmm. Trey has just stopped the clock on that, and you came in under the required time. <laughs> uh, so you win the prize. You get to take home at least some of the leftover lunch from El Real <laughs> okay. Authentic Mexican awesome. Grill, located at 1475 Buford Drive. And I'll give you at least a, I, I will take you out for coffee or lunch sometime later as we normally do. Okay. Do All right. That was fantastic. Very well done. And there's a lot more in the details and in the right. weeds, which is yeah. why they should, should uh, talk to an attorney. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, so we have, um, 
yeah. we've talked about, uh, man, we, we, you've kind of covered a lot of different a stuff about LLCs. So what advice, so let's kind of talk about partnerships. Okay. Tiffany kind of touched on it. There's a big difference between investors and partners. So let's talk about partners. Somebody goes, I, I got this great idea and I'll just use a hypothetical. My uncle is going to help me. He's uh-huh. going to partner with me. So um, what advice would you have for people who go into a business and say, you know, I'm, I'm looking to go into business with a partner? Don't do it. There you go. Man, that, what that, else does he win? For, How was that? That was brief, wasn't <laughs> it? That was very good. Yeah, uh, don't, but don't but do you it. don't understand, Joel. You don't understand. So, well, if, what, if, What's funny, what's humorous to me is, is a piece of advice was don't do it and don't give up majority ownership. I did both right on the show when I shook hands with Barbara, but thankfully I had a great partner. You know, I, I can't say that would happen for everybody. I definitely would take his advice over my experience. Well, it, it, I, I joke <laughs> when I say don't do it, but, yeah. but there's some seriousness there. And, and mm-hmm. the reason is, is yes. whenever you've got a partner, you're giving up some control. You're giving yes. up some ownership of, of a certain stake and you're giving up control. It's a marriage. And it, it really yeah. is. Um, and, and so if you're going to ignore that advice and just have a partner anyway, you know, have co-owners in, in the corporation or in the LLC, you really have to make sure that you take the time and take the steps to do it right. Because yes. here's what's going to happen. One of what I call the three D's will happen. Somebody will die. Somebody be- will become disabled or somebody will want a business divorce. Mm-hmm. And we've got to have a roadmap in place from the start yes. that talks about how we're going to, to run the company, mm-hmm. how it's going to be governed, who's going to make the decisions when we can't agree, and then what are we going to do when somebody dies, becomes disabled, or we need to have a business divorce. And the optimal time to do that is, is in the, before. It's, it's the honeymoon <laughs> period, right? Yeah. It's when everybody's still in love with each right. other and we're, we're in this business and it's great. That's the time to plan and take those mm-hmm. steps. If you wait to try to do it when there's a dispute or disagreement, guess what? Mm-hmm. Too late. It's, it's too late. Yep. Not going to happen. Plus, the other reason to do it during the honeymoon period is if you do it at the beginning rather than when things start to get cantankerous, when you do it at the beginning, you you also have something to come back to and oh, review yes. from yes. time to time, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. So, so uh, and I know we brought you on here to talk about startups, but um, just kind of one quick little rabbit trail. When it comes to kind of reviewing your setup, you talked about, you know, setting up the business with five years in mind and, st- uh, and stuff like that. But how often should business owners kind of review their with their attorney, uh, with a good attorney like you, you know, what they set up or do any changes need to be made? How are mm-hmm. you doing with your annual minutes? And, and I mean, what's the review process look like? It depends, right? Yeah, it, it, yeah. It, of course, everything a lawyer says, it depends, <laughs> right? The more often you meet with your attorney, probably the better. <laughs> Um, we'll, we'll, we can all agree to that, right? Um, it, it One of us depends can. where you take me to lunch. That's what it depends. One person at this table can. <laughs> it, it, the more complicated your situation, the more in tune you need to be with the legal formalities. Here's what I mean. If you are a single member, meaning a single owner, LLC, it's just you. Yeah. Nobody else. <laughs> You know, there's not a whole lot that you have to do. Mm-hmm. But if the three of us sitting around the table right now go into business together, well, we've changed the dynamic mm-hmm. greatly, and we need to pay much more attention to what's going on Okay, um, and be more in tune to making sure we're keeping up with the corporate formalities or the LLC formalities uh, and really making sure that we three are communicating. Because mm-hmm. um, one person could have needs they're not voicing, and then all of a sudden the company falls apart, right? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, you know, where somebody or two are, are trying to take the business mm. in, in, in a certain direction mm-hmm. and are getting 
you know, some, some pushback or pullback on that, we've really got to be in sync and working together to make the company reach its, you know, optimum potential. And that has a name. You know, I think we should say that the, the, for the LLC, that's an operating agreement. And I told you before the show that I have one of those, obviously, for my company. And I didn't even realize the importance of it until I had someone that tried to come into the company. And I knew then, once I met with an attorney, that this document protected me. It told me who could come in and out of the company, what their rights were, and so on and so forth. Those types of things may be in the operating agreement. They may be in other documents. Mm, It depends on how it's drafted up. So you're going to have an operating agreement for an LLC. Okay. That may not go into all of these details about how do we prevent somebody from going and selling off a, mm. a portion of their If it's outside ownership. of that, is it still supported? You know, well, it could be. Yeah. And, and okay. so it depends on how it's written. So often you'll see not only the operating agreement, but a separate member's agreement okay. uh, or a shareholder's agreement mm-hmm. for a corporation that really touches on what happens when somebody wants to sell. It's my understanding uh, though, else. if you don't have that additional stuff, that is pretty much your, your Bible for your business. I mean, that, oh, yeah. that makes sense, right. the determining. Yeah. The, the operating agreement okay. for the LLC or the bylaws mm-hmm. for the corporation, those are going to be your, okay. your basic governance document. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. All right. Everybody take a sip of water. I'm just going to remind everybody <laughs> that uh, we are speaking with uh, Joel Beck from the Beck Law Firm, and you are listening to the Tiffany Crewman Show live on GwinnettBusinessRadioX.com, uh, or you're listening to the podcast that you downloaded from iTunes, or as Tiffany has said, people who have Samsung and Galaxy phones, find that podcast app and let us know about yeah. it, how we can uh, subscribe to the pro- Somebody podcast. Somebody sent it to me but, yesterday, so good. I'm going to get it on my website. Good. And uh, just, uh, just reminding that we are broadcasting from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the beautiful Sinesta Hotel in Duluth, Georgia. And our show is brought to you by choicestoyou.com. Eat out without going out. And today they brought some fantastic food, which Joel has won (laughs) by his fantastic answer from uh, El Real Authentic Mexican Grill. They're located at 1475 Buford Drive uh, in Lawrenceville, 678-682-8291 or go to elrealmexgrill.com. All right. I have another question whenever you're done with that part. I'm done with that. I had a question, but I will cede the floor. I don't know the proper legal way to give control to you. (laughs) It's not a courtroom just because we have an attorney in here. Yeah, it's your show. Her name's on it. Exactly. (laughs) It's not the Stephen Julian The operating agreement is it's the Tiffany Crew. Like the first few weeks where I apologized to you for asking a question. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And you're like, it's your show. You can talk. Go ahead. I think it's important to ask, what are some other legal things that small business owners can face that they they have no clue or even out there? Because that happened to me. You know, when I okay, went into business, right. it was like even liability insurance. I didn't know that day one. You know, I went down this path of learning all of these different things I had to have in place. So what could they, what are some of the things they're going to encounter? Really good question. And there's a whole lot of possible things that, that answer that. Uh, some of those are going to be business specific, right? Mm-hmm. But but some things that apply generally, you know, you got to think about a business license. Okay. Sometimes uh, some places call it an occupational tax certificate. Zoning issues. If you're starting off a small company, maybe you're starting in your home. Can you mm-hmm. do that? You know, do the county or city ordinances let you do that? Employment law issues uh, and taxes withholding for uh uh, income tax, Social Security, the FICA, Medicare taxes and stuff. You've got to think about that. If you're using a DBA or doing business as name, you've got to register that. You've got to set that up. Outside um, of your legal name, right, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like right. Ava the Elephant. Yeah. Intellectual property, you know, patenting products, copywriting mm-hmm. um, uh, items, materials, 
um, you know, trademark, service mark, though that type of intellectual property things you, you've certainly got to think about. And then, of course, employment law issues. If you're going to have employees, you know, making sure that, that you protect your trade secrets, that you've got confidentiality agreements, restrictive covenants, you know, covenants not to compete, not to solicit where appropriate. Those are just some general things. And then from there, you're going to look at things more specific to the business type. Can you speak to, this is a huge thing right now, crowdfunding. Everybody's crowd crowdfunding their companies or their their products. Can you speak at all to that, what you should have in line before you do a crowdfunding campaign? You're going to have to have your governance documents squared away first. The company's going to have to be set up right. And then you have to have a securities okay. lawyer in place to help you put together all of the documentation. Oh, okay. There's a lot of risk involved mm-hmm. in issuing securities, both civil and criminal. You don't want to lose your shirt okay. and you don't want to go to jail. Good to know. And I so, think people think that that's just a, yeah. let me throw it at the wall. Let me see if it and works. And everybody's nice. And, and I yeah, get everybody's money. And, and I'll take all just, this money yeah, in. Yeah. And you're handling You're issuing money. security and crowdfunding. Exactly. I love that. Right. So okay. that was a great segue question, Tiffany, because what I wanted right, to ask Joel, Tiffany had asked you about what are some of the other legal issues so I kind of want to circle back a little bit to LLC and, and corporations and things like that. And and I want to ask the almost basic question of someone who says, do I really need a lawyer? And, and what do I need a lawyer to help me? And and she was talking about operating agreements. And you said, well, it kind of depends on what kind of. So, so I, I want to ask that question. What do I need a lawyer? What are some of the things the that a lawyer can help me set up mm-hmm. and make yeah. sure I've got it done right? Definitely, you need a lawyer when you're starting a company. And but, and I would like because to I've, dis- got, I've got a kid in college, okay. right? <laughs> no, um, hold on. I want to put a disclaimer on this. I want to put a quick disclaimer for you personally. One of the reasons I very much enjoy Joel and I refer him out anytime I can is because Joel is an attorney who at times has said, you don't need mm-hmm. to do that. All you really need to do is X, Y, or Z. So he is not an attorney that, oh, there's always something else right. I can sell you. Attorneys that get is, a bad rep. They do right. get a bad rep. There's a lot of good ones, and Joel is one of them. So why do I need an attorney, and what can they specifically sure. help me set up? The mechanics of filing the new business with the state, right. that's not where an attorney adds value. That's just pushing some more. paper. Mm-hmm. That's not where we're, we're a good attorney. Uh, in, in the business world is going to add value is in helping you figure out what type of business mm-hmm. entity, mm-hmm. like we talked about this vision the casting, thinking ahead, <laughs> and then putting in place your documents, making sure that we've got a really good operating agreement for an LLC or bylaws for a corporation, um, as well as the other initial organizational paperwork. And if you're going in business with somebody else, if you're ignoring my advice, right, and having a partner, then we've got to mm-hmm. get those members agreements or shareholders agreement in place, and then in making sure that you understand other things. How do I sign a contract for the company Mm -hmm. so that the the business is on the hook and not me as an individual? And, you know, who do I go to to talk to, you know, about getting my accounting and bookkeeping system set up? You've got to obviously get hooked Mm -hmm. up and understand Mm -hmm. the importance of, you know, getting a good CPA, bookkeeper, tax advisor. So an attorney is going to be one of your, you know, members on your team of advisors, mm-hmm. of professionals that are going to help you. And that's where we add the value in, in these other things, not just in paying the $100 fee to the state and, you know, forming right. the company. That Anybody can right. do that. Mm-hmm. We're going to get the other stuff set up that you probably haven't thought about and don't know 
yes. what needs to be done. Fantastic. And, and I think one of the other things, so now let's, let me just ask a question specifically about the Beck Law Firm and, and, and how you approach your business. I guess the sign of a good relationship with your business attorney is a business attorney who's kind of looking out for you and might be a little more proactive uh, after you've helped everybody set up. I, I mean, I can speak personally that there's good, nice little reminders that an attorney can send you. Hey, don't forget, sure. remember to refile the paperwork. So is that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, when we help somebody go into business, we want to try to help them stay there. And so, you know, each year when that annual registration is due, we're going to, you know, do our best to send them a reminder or two uh, if need be uh, and make sure that we get that filed. And, and then, you know, they're going to be around to be able to, to answer your phone calls when you've got a question. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm leasing some office space. They gave me this 30-page document. I can't make heads or tails out of this, you know. Mm-hmm. Knowing whether this makes sense or not for your situation, you need a good good counselor to help you through that, you know, as well as you're going to have some employment issues from time to time if you're employing people. Uh, maybe have some commercial disputes uh, with, with certain customers or, or vendors and kind of talking you off the ledge and letting you navigate through that mm-hmm, problem mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, where, where your uh, attorney is going to help you. Fantastic. It's a trusted relationship. What advice do you have? Now, I obviously obtained my investors on Shark Tank, so it was quite opposite of what you would normally see. But what advice do you have for a business that is already up and running, everything's in in place, and they're looking to bring in um, outside capital? What I would say is do your homework and tread carefully. What you don't know really can cause you problems. So you've got to be educated on what does it mean to bring in somebody uh, to bring in, you know, outside capital? Am I giving up equity or, or a mm. membership stake or am I just, you know, taking on debt? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there, there can be different forms of bringing in money for the business. And so you've got to understand. Is there you know, one that, that is more beneficial to the small business owner or depends on the company? It, it, it depends it on depends. the situation. Ah, yeah, it, it, it depends. <laughs> um, Steven, you want to take that one? Um, <laughs> right. So, you know, it, it, if you want to give up some some control, give up some ownership mm-hmm. and not have to pay the money back, well, that may be very beneficial. On the other hand, you may want to maintain all of the ownership interest in the company, right? Uh, and, and just ha- have a debt obligation. Mm-hmm. And so that may be beneficial. Uh, you're going to have to think about what's the current status of the company situation. And then also, again, think long-term down the road, where are we going to be? So, Tiffany, I one thing, I'm going to kind of throw it back to you, even because it's your show. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm sorry, but I'm going to ask you a question. But what I find very interesting is his advice, Joel's advice Mm -hmm. is do your homework and tread carefully. That is exactly the advice you gave about launching a product. Mm -hmm. I have this idea. Mm -hmm. You said, Mm -hmm. do your homework. And I won't say you said tread carefully, but you said take small steps. Yeah. You know, don't just give away the farm or or I'm going to buy 10,000 units. Definitely. You know, you said take it slow. So that advice of launching mm-hmm, a product mm-hmm. is the exact same advice of, you know, bringing in investors as well. Well, and let's be real. Nobody really wants to spend thousands of dollars on an attorney. That's the last thing when you're thinking of starting a small business. Everybody goes, uh, uh, Tiff- oh, an T- attorney. Tiffany, there's an attorney <laughs> know, in the room. I know, but they don't. It's I not mean, a secret. It's She's what, right. It's what everybody's thinking. But I can speak from experience that it's yeah. very important to have that person on your side that knows your business inside and out and to have it set up correctly from the beginning so that you are protected because the larger you get, the more people are going to try to come into that circle and well, damage it. It's a, it's a proper business principle. Um, 
if you if you bring in so going back to Mr. Gosling from from mm-hmm. pest control, mm-hmm. if you bring in a bad pest control person, you, you're out sixty bucks. If mm-hmm. you have a bad relationship with an attorney that's not doing a good job, it costs yes. you more, and you've got a horror story. But there's a lot of great attorneys, yes. and we've got one sitting here. Who, and ask who, for referrals, and you right. know if you're not in our area right. and you can't use the Beck Law Firm. Go and ask for people who have been there, done that in small business and have right. not been taken advantage of. Yeah, because a good attorney, and there's a lot of them, are going to give you yes. good advice and take the time to make sure you're treading carefully. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. is that is that basic? You're you're helping business owners tread carefully. Yeah, you're, you're just one, you know, one of the professional advisors there along with mm-hmm. the CPA or tax advisor. Maybe a business coach as well. Financial that, advisor. That, that are gonna, financial advisors, Thank of you. course, oh, that's good. Uh, are, are going to help help you be as successful as you can and, and run your business mm-hmm. optimally. And and it, now we're going to go back to your very first tagline when you introduced your firm. We we When it comes to business law, you want to help people get in business and stay yes. in yes. business. Go into the business. hardest part. A you good client you. is one that's still in business, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Are most of yours yeah. in business? <laughs> I'm just yeah. kidding. Yeah. Yeah. All what of them the that he's percentage? currently working with <laughs> are still in business. You, you'll... <laughs> You'll do everything but actually run the business for them, right, as, when it comes to as far as legal issues. So, um, I, you know, I'm going to kind of ask a catch-all. Um, so, actually, let me jump on that, kind of the the businesses that, that you've worked with that maybe didn't quite make it. What are some of the, from a legal standpoint, what are some of the biggest landmines and pitfalls mm, that yeah. you've seen others go through and go, oh, if they had only just... Um, you know, what are oh, some, I, I would question. imagine probably the top one is partners because your advice is don't yeah. get one. But so you've seen a lot of that, apparently. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And those get pretty messy. And yeah, the, the, the sad thing there is all of that stuff generally is preventable. If you do the planning the up yeah. front, when everybody's happy and in love and getting along mm-hmm. in that honeymoon period. You're going to eliminate so many other problems. Well, and you're going to know, you're going to have that knowledge that I didn't have. So like I told you guys, I had the document in place, thankfully, to protect Barbara and I. But when I considered bringing on other partners later, I didn't know how detrimental that could be to my company until yeah. that was broken down to, to me by an attorney. And then I was like, oh, okay. Thank God I had this in place because it really did protect me. I want the people listening to take your advice, see an attorney and and have that protection from yeah. day one. I think, Stephen, some other uh, answers to your point there. You can't bury your head in the sand. Mm-hmm. When something comes up and, and you don't understand it, uh, you get served a lawsuit, the sheriff or the marshal comes and brings papers, or you get something official from the state in the mail, you can't just bury your head. It's not going to go mm-hmm. away. But but yet some people try to do that. Well, that's the scary part of small business. Yeah. People don't expect that. And, then- and, and, and anything that you don't understand can be scary and confusing, mm-hmm. right, and challenging. You got to go ahead and get the help and mm-hmm. understand what it is and figure out how do we respond. And then I think the last point I'd make to make it a, a good solid three would, would be communication all around. Communication with your advisors. Mm-hmm. Don't hold stuff back. Just tell your attorney, tell your accountant <laughs> the truth, tell your financial advisor yes. the truth of what's going on so that they can help you. Because if you hold something back and don't communicate, guess what? That advice you get yeah. is now <laughs> not tailored to your right. situation. But then also communicate and communicate well with your partners if you have any. That can help avoid a lot of problems and communicate with your customers. And with your vendors and suppliers as well. Communication really does help solve a lot of problems. I have a kind of funny question. Not funny, but how often do you see people that go into business that are family 
fall apart? Because you know, you always say, don't go into business with family because it can just get nasty. Is that one of the partnerships that you see go south more often? Certainly when a business faces challenges, it puts a strain on a relationship, whether it's a husband and wife or whether it's siblings or uh, you know, some other relationship, it, it can definitely be challenging. Mm-hmm. So the communication is really going to help in that regard too. But I don't think that the, the family or non-family yeah. is really all that much of an As indicator. long as it's set up right, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Joel, you have covered a lot of ground and you have given us some fantastic advice that, and you've done the good job of an attorney because I think it's probably raised more questions, Yeah, <laughs> but they're good questions based on knowledge that we might not have had, or we might've had questions and we've got them answered. So that's fantastic. Um, one quick question for you about your law firm. You are located here in Lawrenceville. When it comes to helping business owners, is that something you can do across state lines as well? Yeah. Potentially? Generally, we're going to focus on folks that are here in the Metro Atlanta, North Georgia area, uh, or who have their business presence here in Georgia. Okay. So for those business owners uh, who are listening uh, and are in this area, or for those business owners who just want to talk to a very thoughtful lawyer who cares, make sure and give all your, uh, give all your contact And dress is really snazzy too. Wait till you see his picture yeah, today. Absolutely. <laughs> Matlock lives. Um, uh, go, go ahead and give everybody your contact information. Yeah, thanks. Uh, it, it's The Beck Law Firm, LLC. You can find us online at thebeckfirm.com. T-H-E-B-E-C-K-F-I-R-M.com. Our phone number is 678-344-5342. Fantastic. Um, Joel, I hope uh, we can uh, keep you on retainer for the Tiffany Crewman Show. And if we need uh, other legal yes. issues as with we business law um, or maybe even estate planning and stuff, if we, if we need that, we'd love to be able to bring you back on the show. Well, yeah, it was great. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it and I'll be happy to come back. Fantastic. Um, Tiffany, I love how the legal advice lines up with business advice. Mm-hmm. It, yep. it, it, those things are, you know, good common sense advice kind of applies, yes. but there becomes a level of expertise that the internet just isn't going to teach me just from reading right. some, you know, business law for dummies book. Well, and I hope we helped, like he said, some entrepreneurs not bury their head in the sand and go, okay, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen to me. They have to hear these things and the kind of the cold, hard truth and, and face it from the beginning so they're not in a lot of trouble later. Uh, you know, Covey, Stephen Covey said, uh, you know, uh, habit of effective people is begin with the end in mind. And, mm-hmm. and Joel's advice wasn't necessarily the end five years, 10 years. I, I, right. There's there's a, there's uh, stuff to apply as you start your business and as you are mm-hmm. doing the sweat equity that we talked about and the knowledge equity, it's worth it to think about what's the end goal? What do I want to do with this company at the very end? And what do I want to do? What are the stages I'll Mm -hmm. go through to get there? And if you can give those to a good attorney, they'll help you set up a good plan. And thankfully, if our listeners are here in the North Metro area, they need to go to to, uh, Joel's website and and call him and set up an appointment. He's right up the street from my office at Cornerstone Coworking. There you go. Right right across the street. Literally across the street. And he'll take you to McRae's uh, or he'll take you to... (laughs) Uh, Universal Joint. Universal Joint. Shout out to them. But most importantly, we want to give one last shout out to ChoicesToYou.com. Maybe Universal Joint needs to join up with ChoicesToYou.com. definitely. Then you can have them for lunch and dinner. That's right. (laughs) Uh, But we want to thank uh, Choices to You for bringing our meal today from El Real Authentic Mexican Grill, 1475 Buford Drive in Lawrenceville. I also want to thank Joel Beck for being here. And uh, I want to thank Tiffany for allowing me to be on her show. Oh, my Uh, (laughs) gosh. 
just a reminder that the Tiffany Crewman Show can be heard every Friday live at 1 p.m. at GwinnettBusinessRadioX.com. You can download the podcast from your podcast app on your uh, uh, on your cell phone. For from iTunes, you can uh, download the show. Tell your friends. Join our community of listeners, learners, and launchers. You can also follow Tiffany at TiffanyCrewmans.com. Follow her on all her social media all over the place. Any yeah. parting shots, Tiffany? No, I just want to thank you. I think this has been Me? very good for oh, our listeners. You. Oh, you too, Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Joel, for being our guest today. Absolutely. And thank you, Stephen, oh, for running right. the show as usual. Absolutely. <laughs> so, th- And I will ditto. Uh, thank you, Joel, for being here. Thank you, Tiffany, for letting me do the show. We also want to thank Trey, our producer. And uh, to all you listeners, learners, and launchers, uh, for all of us here at the Tiffany Crewman Show, I'm Stephen Julian. We'll see you here next week on Business Radio X.